Hi there, and welcome to, at any rate, JP Morgan's global research podcast, where we take a look at some of the drivers behind the biggest trends and themes across fixed income, currencies, and commodity markets. I'm Francis Diamond, UK rate strategist within the JP Morgan European rate strategy team, and today I'm joined by my colleague Aditya Chaudia, who's our senior Eurocash strategist, to discuss our latest themes and recommendations in our global SSA market publication. We're recording this podcast on Thursday, 31st of August, 2023, and our comments today are based on our recently published uh, Global SSA Outlook, which is available to clients of J.P. Morgan on our J.P. Morgan Markets website. So, Aditya, what's our latest thinking on Euro SSA markets? I see you've been recommending overweight for the past couple of months. What are the drivers behind this view, and do you still like to hold that uh, going over the next few months? Sure. Thanks, Francis. So, indeed, I have been recommending overweight in Euro SSA since late second quarter, and that has been driven mainly by expectations of improving demand outlook on back of end of cycle trading themes, uh, trading dynamics, still cheap valuations, declining supply pressures, QT being boring in euro area, credible policy backstops like PESQ, TPI will continue to stop to continue capping spreads, widening of volatility in spreads, and also our medium-term source spread nearing bias. More importantly, the recent slowdown in euro area macro momentum, including the recent PMIs, which were quite bleak, adds further conviction to our thinking that ECB is getting closer to end of tightening cycle, thus supporting carry themes. Going more into details of the technicals, on valuations, euro SSS spreads are still trading close to the upper end of their ranges versus Germany and also versus swaps, and are also screening quite cheap in my fair value framework of like 2 to 10 basis point. On supply, Euro area SSA issuers have been aggressive on issuance front loading at their normal pattern, and they have already covered almost 75% on average of their issuance, with some issuers almost fully done. So in that sense, the primary pressures will decline going forward into year-end, again, a supportive technical. On QT, as I mentioned before, we expect APP QT of 100% to not to be a material driver for spread. It's quite boring. It's small numbers. And we also expect ECB to continue supporting Euro Supras especially in periods of market stress. One thing I stress or highlight, or have been highlighting, is that ECB has been skewing uh, PEP reinvestments towards Supras in 2023, almost at 1 billion per month, which in my view is them sort of compensating for the negative skew during 2020. So from that point of view, it makes the APPQT a bit of a smaller impact because it's offset by this PEP skew. In terms of trades, we are broadly like we broadly like the overweight in supranationals, larger agencies, and German regional bonds, especially in the intermediate sector. In terms of outright recommendations, I have longs in 10-year EU versus swap, and also in my latest publication, we took profit on longs in three to seven-year NRW versus Germany and switched it to longs in three to seven-year KFW versus Germany. Okay, thanks. That's pretty clear. We still like the overweight view. Um, I noticed in there you, you mentioned the EU trade. Um, now, the EU as an issuer is, is pretty significant in this market, but how is it progressing on its journey from a supra to a govy? Any thoughts there? Sure. So, what I've been stressing for a while is that the performance of EU bonds during 2022 and also so far in 2023 highlights that the journey which EU began as, began as issuer in 2020 to transition from being an SSA issuer to a more govy like issuer is still ongoing. And I believe the transition from SSA to Govi-like issuer will likely accelerate further in the second half of, or the remaining part of 2023 and 2024. That is on the basis that as the supply uh, QE dynamics deteriorate for EU, as ECB stops QE, who was the biggest buyer for 
EU during the P during the PEP period. The near-term dynamics is negative for EU, which is already in the cheap valuations. But as more supply of EU hits the market, the free float increases, which in my view will increase the liquidity of the EU as an issuer and make them more liquid. And the trade of versus credit versus liquidity in terms of EU versus France goes in favor of EU. So that journey is going to accelerate going forward, which supports my constructive outlook on EU. And also in the second half of this year, EU is on a, only going to issue 40 billion, which is lower than what we or the consensus expected. So broadly speaking, EU remains one of my high conviction overweight and I recommend long since 10 year EU versus swap. Also on the EU curve, broadly speaking, five year plus sectors are attractive. I therefore also have three cents and 10 30s credit curve lacking biases in EU. So moving on, Francis, moving to the SSA in the sterling market, what is your thinking there? So similar to Euros, we do have an overweight, but it's very concentrated at the front end of the curve, so the two-year sector. And I think there are some slightly different macro dynamics. Obviously, the BOE is not quite as close to the end of its rate hike cycle as the ECB. Uh, we expect two more 25 basis point hikes. But the market is already pricing close to 6% terminal rate. And I think our view is whilst we can tactically range trade uh, front-end sterling, probably yields are unlikely to materially sell off. So whilst not 100%, the same dynamics as Euro SSA in terms of a, a clear carry trade. We still think when we look at the pickup of front end SSA versus gilts, which is still very attractive, it's still worth having some exposure there. So we're long to your KSW versus gilts and neutral pretty much across the rest of the curve. Okay. So we are over it in Euro, we are over it in sterling SSA markets. So what about dollar SSA markets? Are we constructive there too? No, it's not the same story. I mean, that's the one market where valuations are expensive. And our view is probably more for dollar SSA range trading. Our framework uses treasury yields, agency spreads, cross-currency basis, and bubble treasury spreads, and adjust for some supply seasonals. And when we run that framework over the past five years, dollar SSA looks rich. So in that market, I think it's range trading, um, but no overweight. Okay. Thank you, Francis. So just to summarize, we remain broadly constructive in Euro SSA and Sterling SSA markets, and express it via, in Euro SSA via long in 10-year EU versus swap, and long in five-year KFW versus Germany, and in sterling SSA market while long in two-year SSA versus gilt. Whereas we stay neutral in dollar SSA market and expect dollar spreads to stay range-bound. To all our listeners, stay tuned for more updates on the fixed income space here at At Any Rate, JP Morgan Chase Global Research Podcast Series. This communication is provided for information purpose only. Please read the JP Morgan Research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. Copyright 2023, JP Morgan Chase & Co. All rights reserved. This episode was recorded on August 31st, 2023.